Good job. Clef. <laughs> you say I'm ready? Hey. Baby, dime que, dime que lo que. Loco, yo lo sé. Que se joda, que se joda. El tequila lo tomé, lo tomé, lo tomé. El tequila lo tomé, lo tomé, lo tomé. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let Me Do What I Do podcast, baby. This is your boy Unknown Z with Prince Bosquez, and we have one of our special guests today, and the bottom, Mr. Philip Barcina. How you doing today? I'm doing great, and thank you for letting me be here with you today. I really do appreciate you let me do what I do. All right, he said it. He said it right. He said it right. What's up, Prince? What you got to say today, man? So, so we got Philip Barcina, and you do something special every every year. We do. We do the Pride event here in San Antonio, but we do more than just the event itself. We actually do a softball league. We do a basketball league. And we actually do an international film festival. And so this is our 17th year, and we knew that with COVID-19 going on, Pride couldn't stop yes. because we're, we're living our lives. We're, we're, we're living who we really are, and with things as they progress through the years, we know that we can't stop progressing ourselves. So we still have to go ahead and celebrate our pride. And that's what we really appreciate you having us on here today to talk about what we're doing here in the city of San Antonio and taking that responsible celebration. Yes, sir. So 17 years. Yeah, 17 so years. So, you were, so again, he is, he, ladies and gentlemen, Philip Barcena is the president of the pride organization. El jefe. The, the big dog, the jefe. The big dog of a, of a big pack of people that really make it happen. Yes. That's the thing. Is it's really <laughs> community-oriented. And that's one of the great things that we've been able to do through Pride is we've been able to raise money for the city of San Antonio. We've been able to raise money for organizations. Um, for the past three years, we've had the Rape Crisis Center here in the city of San Antonio. People don't realize that close to 15% of the people that they service are LGBTQ victims. Oh, wow. And with over 50,000 people that are victims each and every year, it's important that they've reached out to, to those types of people. And they're also reaching out to us to be inclusive with them. And that we also work very closely with um, AVER, which is American Veterans for Equal Rights. And so with the things that have been going on recently here in, in the military and things okay. that have, have really changed so fast in the past couple of years, we're really proud to keep on um, supporting them. We have other organizations such as Tran Texas A&M, LGBTQ, Fiesta Youth, um, Metropolitan Community Church, Living Church, as well as B-Days Coalition Trust. And then also, I think I'm forgetting when we are alive. And so through the past 17 years, we've been able to give back almost $300,000 to the community in those oh, wow. different organizations. So. Wow. I mean, so, well, I want to rewind back to when you said 17 years. Yeah. So 17 years, you've been... You've been a big boss. Yeah. No, for 12 years only. Okay, 12 years. And so really one of the things that we've found is it takes commitment. With anything that you want to see through in life, you have to be committed to. And this has really been one of the things that me and my husband, James, we've been together for 30 years and married for five here on wow. the 4th of July. Okay. So we're going to be celebrating that here shortly. 30 years married? 30, 30, 30 years together. Damn. 30 years together. I can't even keep a relationship for five months. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, the thing about it because is... Because now let me do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is, though, you have to really be committed to seeing change. And that's what we've been, been able to do, just like you've been able to do it, too, with your show and your podcast and everything, reaching out to different people. You're committed to making that change happen. And the only way that you can do that is continue to do that. You hear that, Prince? You should apply that advice to you. Yeah. That's you a good advice. That's, that's 30 yeah. years. Advice. I can't, yeah. Hey, I hope you do it this yeah. time around. You can I, do it. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm at, I'm at, what am I at? I'm at five months right now. There you go. <laughs> I'm seven months. <laughs> but the, so, you know, but aside from that, you know, um, you know, you, I mean, so we touch on a lot of things, 
was it very difficult at the beginning when you was like running your business at first? Like the whole pride and the concept? It was because we really did not have a lot of support. We had a lot of support from the local bars. And, and so many times people just saw the event as being a bar event. But it's been more than that. This past year we had an event that we had almost 200 different vendors there. We had... 19 different food vendors with 35 different items of food that they sold. We had a parade that had 175 entries that was bigger than L.A. Pride's parade. Damn. And so we've really grown a lot here in the city of San Antonio with this. But the thing about it is it's taken us a long time to get there. Like I said, we've been doing it for 17 years. Other cities like Austin, Houston's going on their 45th year. Oh. You know, all these other cities are so much farther ahead of us because I think San Antonio is so still conservative with the military and religious organizations and things like that. But we're making those strides to be inclusive, such as you gentlemen here. You know, you're allowing me to be on your podcast to help talk about things that are affecting the LGBTQ community when that may be somebody who's a friend of yours, a family member, whatever the case may be, but it's not really you, but you have that conscience to reach out to help others. And, and, and we're just, I know, I know you say like, you appreciate us having you on. I mean, we appreciate you guys having us here. You know, like, cause me, me and Z, we're big supporters of, of, of the LBG. And that's the you thing know? about it is people need to really see how much we've had that support come through the straight community all the time. You know, you've been our friends, you've been our family members, you've been there with us through those hard times. And you've seen those, those successes that we've also, we've also had, you know, the successes with um, the change in which marriage equality came about. And then also now the recent Supreme Court um, ruling about um, where you can't be fired for your yeah. sexual orientation. That's important too. We now have that protection, which we never had before. And so we're really appreciative that you allow us to have a voice here on your podcast talking about those th- types of things, but also knowing that there's still more ways to go. You yeah. know, with the Black, Life, um, Black Lives uh, Matter movement, that's part of our movement as well, because the first people that had a voice for the pride organizations back in 1969 when those riots occurred was a black transgendered woman. And so that person had that two times not only being LGBTQ, but also being black and being double oppressed from society. So we've really come some, some long ways here. So, Okay. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I was, was going to ask, you know, you know, they just passed that law, which, which you're talking about, where you mm-hmm. cannot be fired for being who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what is, what is your take on that? Like, how do you, how do you feel about that? Are, are, you, I, are, are you proud it's finally took so many years to finally happen? I'm proud that it's happened, but we need to make sure that it really does happen, yeah. that it follows through, that we don't see people being, you know, fired for those things. Because, you know, back in the day... That's pretty crazy to get fired my, for that. Well, my father yeah. was in the military. My mom worked at the base, but you could be frowned upon. You can get in trouble if you spoke Spanish yeah. at the bases because it was something that was frowned upon. And so there was no protection for those people that were of Hispanic nature or Hispanic origin. We didn't have any sort of ethnic um, protection then. And so until we see that that's in place and, and really happening here in society, we won't know until that happens. But wow. hopefully, hopefully. Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, you know, you fit all the criteria of what it is to let you do whatever you do, because obviously you come a long way. And, you know, me and Prince want to go ahead and congratulate you for 12 glorious leers. I mean, that's, we, we that's actually, amazing. So people that are from San Antonio, that if they knew where the parking lot was, what used to be the old Silver Dollar, the Satan Heat, we started in that parking lot with 15 booths. Like I said, last year we had over 200 booths. Okay. We had over 10,000 people at our event. Damn. We, we oh. had an event that, you know, um, cost now roughly about $150,000 each wow. year. 
So we have a lot of support from the city of San Antonio. This is the fourth year. Even though he's not here live, the mayor did a podcast, did a, uh, a video for us. And this is his fourth straight year as mayor of participating with the Pride event, wow. as well as um, Chief McManus, as well as um, Surf, Sal- Surf Salazar. So we have a lot of city leadership that is stepping up to the plate and, and changing the viewpoint that they have of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, that's and, good and, stuff. You know, and, and it seems like it seems like every year it just keeps getting bigger, bigger, and bigger. It does, but we need to make sure we have that responsibility. I had a gentleman today that he says, "Does pride mean personal responsibility in daily endeavors?" And I thought, "Wow, hmm. I never heard anybody say that." But yet, that means a lot when you think about: Are we doing everything we can daily to live up to what it means to be a proud LGBTQ person? Yeah. You know. I have every right that everybody else does, but am I doing that right responsibly? And am I doing it where I'm respectful of others? Because I don't need to infringe upon your rights. You know, yes, there's things that I'm now entitled to, but it doesn't mean that I should flaunt it in front of you or, you know, do something where it's abrasive or, or, or goes against what your norms are or what your, your customs are. So we need to make sure we do those things responsibly and be respectful of each other as well. I like that. So, you know, before we wrap up, you know, uh, this segment, this, you know, in this episode that we have right now and let me do what I do. Is there any advice you can give out there to other, um, you know, presidents like yourself around the world? Because, you know, because, you know, every city has like their own pride event thing. And it seems to me, like I said, I'm going to go back to the years. Twelve years is a lot, you know, and I really want to tell you that's pretty cool. What advice do you have out there? Well, as I always tell everybody, the story of me and James is we were always waited on the sidelines because we thought it was somebody else that was doing everything. We now realize that it could be us that are, is making those changes. It could be us that is doing the things to make the world a better place. So in the words of um, Gandhi, be the change you wish the world to see. Gotcha. You know what, Prince? This was like really you know, you know, I wanted really interesting. I, I wanted to ask, ask, him a, ask him a question. You know, because you know, right now, you know, in San Antonio right now, you're, you're the big dog in this whole organization. You've been around... I mean, 17 years, you've been doing it for 12 years, you know, um, and a lot of listeners that, that listen to it, I know they have a lot of family members who, who are mm-hmm. what they are, but they're just scared to come out and say who they are. You know, like me, I have family members, um, I'm sorry, Z, everybody yeah, else. Like what, what, like what advice would you give someone who would come to you? They're still your brother, they're still your sister, they're still your cousin, they're still your aunt and your uncle that you grew up with and you knew and loved that you were raised with. It doesn't change anything as to who they love now as part of their lives because they're still going to be part of your family. And that's one thing that you can't change is you can't change who your family is, but you can only embrace them for who they are. Yeah, that's deep. deep. You know, Prince, this by far has been one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. You know, and to be honest with you, you know, Philip, it's been an honor to have you in this episode. Like, you know, we really appreciate it. And we hope to do uh, work with you, you yes. know, moving forward, you know, since you're the boss, you well, know. Well, thank you for letting me do what I do. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. You already heard them, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Well, uh, where, 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 can the, where can the people find you at? Like, where they can, can they find, find us at pridesanantonio.org. We have our website up. We do a lot of different things to reach out to the community. We continue to do that. Um, we are instrumental in cleaning the crosswalk. We're only okay. the second Texas city to have a pride crosswalk. And so we do it cleaning on a, on a biweekly basis in order to share our pride and share what we're doing here for the city of San Antonio because it's important that we take that responsibility within our community to help others understand who we are, that we're your family, we're your neighbors, we're your friends. We're here to help. 
I like that. Yeah. I like that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from Philip. Anything you have to say, Prince? I mean, I, I, I just want to appreciate you coming in and giving us the opportunity to, to, you know, to interview. Well, thank you again. I appreciate having the time over here. It's really great that we're able to, to celebrate responsibly. Um, it's scary out there right now. Yeah, we have is. a lot of family and friends that are, that are being impacted by COVID-19, that are being impacted by losing their jobs and everything. So we need to stand together to get through this all. Yeah, we just got that alert. Did you get that alert to your phone? Yeah. <laughs> it was an alert. Some of the hospitals are getting full. That was pretty crazy. Stay home. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Yeah. And don't exactly. be a cochino tampoco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, As my brother gentlemen. used to say. <laughs> All right, let me do what I do. We'll be right back. We have other special guests. Let's go.